know what you're thinking. There's nothing to do in Dokkan. Why are we doing this, bro? It's because we love you guys, all right? That's why we're here. And in the spirit of that, welcome, Five Nine Gamers. We are back with another installment of your favorite Dokkan Battle podcast called the Dokkan Battle Podcast. But we're going to speed it up this week. Joining me this week is the Mass Ningand, J Fanta, Saito Raijin, and Minato. How you guys doing? Yeah, Hello. Doing pretty vegetables. good. Excited Let's for this jump one. in. <laughs> Yeah, so, so hyped for this one. Woo. Let's jump into episode 39, if you want to call it that, Drycon Battle. So let's just jump in and talk about whatever's going on in Dokkan. We'll begin with some Tapion talk, because obviously, you know, Tapion is so hyped, they deserve some uh, time to discuss. How have you guys been enjoying your non-summons, or if you did summon, uh, my condolences, how have your Tapion summons been going? I love using LR Tapion. Love him in my box. <laughs> <laughs> I I summoned from uh quite some time ago <laughs> since I'm on JP, but I do really have fun using the LR Tapion, especially with the AGL Tapion EZA. I just don't find the opportunity to use them that much as, as much as I would like to. I think one thing that's appealing about this duo running the Tapion EZA with the LR Tapion is the fact that they're the synergy is so on point and they're using links that you don't typically use, like Brainiacs. Um, what was the hero? Like some of these hero. links mm -hmm. that you don't typically use, but they give you some pretty crazy numbers. I was uh doing Super Battle Road, and much to my surprise, they were putting up ridiculous stats before even getting the rotation going. It was it was pretty nice to see. I guess yeah, that's kind of what you expect from like really obscure units, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, if they were bad, then <laughs> that wouldn't be good for them. Uh the LR Tapian could definitely get really, really high defensive numbers with the AGO one. Uh, my favorite part about using them together is you're able to use the t LR's active skill, which is probably still one of my favorites to this day. The OST is so good. Yeah, they're super fun to use. I think it's that the, they have that problem that a lot of units like them do is that they, they have to be run in very specific situations. Otherwise, you just can't really use them at all. So like if you don't run them alongside another Tapion unit, then they're obviously not going to be anywhere near as good. And then there's only a couple of teams where you can really run those like units together as a combo. So um, I didn't pull them. So my only experience with using them in game is uh, I did a couple of different events, but I used like a siblings bond team using the GoBros lead because obviously that is their secondary leader skill. And um, even on that team, uh, they're still able to do pretty well. They get some decent numbers on that rotation with the AGL Tapion. But yeah, that's that's their main problem is there's just not a lot of places you can really use them outside of the one or two teams. So they're super good, but in like a hyper-specific scenario. So I don't think they're ever going to be considered top tier, even if they were a lot better than they are, just because of how limited they are in where you can use them. But yeah, obviously yeah. the active skill sick. The animation is crazy good, and like the OST obviously slaps. But yeah, you don't get a huge amount of opportunity to really use them, so it's a little bit sad. Anybody else? Saito, any thoughts on Tapio? I like the unit. I didn't pull it, sadly. I went pretty deep in on the banner. I shouldn't have done it. Ooh. Did but anyone them together... pull it here? <laughs> yeah, I got him. Oh, you did. I'm... Yeah. Is it, I'm, I might go back on the banner. I mean, but it, look, it so, don't, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do that. We're already don't. judging you for going pretty deep. Don't go further. I got Man, him in look. seven multis, which is still pretty bad, but I got him. I want him, though. Hey, yeah. Like Tapion. Mm. Yeah, super fun to so use. Bad. But yeah, the banner <laughs> sucks, and it's right before the anniversary. I did more multis than I originally planned to, and like, yeah, I do want him, but it's 
It's so close now. I don't. I can't. I can't justify wasting any more stones. I mean, honestly, I the only thing that you that would really make you regret not summoning for Tapion would be if we get a chain battle that requires Tapion. Is there a chain battle Imagine. with Tapion that's coming up? Did Did JP get anything like that? No, I don't believe so. No. no. So I mean, I what yeah. else do you need? Him for? I mean, yeah, because the there's no Super Battle Road category coming out. So yeah, even with the LR, that's only one extra. Like, there's only what if you include? I guess it would include Minosha as well. So there's what two other, no, three other Tapions because there's a free to play one, and an SR Minosha. So if a chain battle did require Tapion units, it'd have to be Tapion and something else because there just there isn't enough Tapion units on their own. So I think it hopefully it'll be, be all right. <laughs> I mean, if they did it in one like that, it would probably be all the Wrath of Dragon heroes rather than just Tapion, hopefully. That'd be kind of cool. It's just Tapion. Yeah, that would be cool. Imagine like a Harudagon chain battle, and that's the... Uh, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. I course. say kind of cool. It'd still be chain battle, so it would inherently not be cool, but, you know. Before so what you're we, saying is, nice. summon. Gotcha. <laughs> Before we rapidly move on to the JP side of things, I do want to ask all the global players, because... Obviously, nobody really wants to summon because the six-year anniversary is right around the corner. How many stones do you guys have saved up currently for the six-year anniversary? <laughs> Let me just look at my phone real quick. Oh, man, that's, that's crazy. Like, I'm at, like, zero stones, but... Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> right? That's, that's the best number out there. Oof. Right? If you're over you're 100, you're doing pain. it wrong. Well, it's okay. You'll get them first oh, wow. multi. I must, I, must be, uh, I must be doing it right then, because I have 90. So, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You're doing right. it wrong. <laughs> go, see, go ahead. Summon on the tape. Says on the, the one with right. zero stones. Just I don't want to say then. I don't, don't want to say how much I, I love have. how we give good advice to like <laughs> our viewers, but then when it, we don't take it ourselves. Well, no, but we that sell is, them the same, and is, then we never say. Being it as a whale doesn't matter. Yeah, people say that in the comments of videos and stuff all the time, and it's like, yeah, the sensible advice <laughs> is to save. I never said I was a sensible person. <laughs> I never, also, made, no, no, I never no, made that no, claim. Let me, <laughs> let me defend you for a second. Let me defend you for a second. As a content creator, yeah, if exactly. you practice what you preach, there are no videos. You're not going to uh -huh. be doing any content. So it's unfortunate that we have to be hypocritical, but it's for the sake of the content, all right? For the content, as someone would say. Exactly. <laughs> We're giving advice for the viewers, not for specifically ourselves. Plus, I mean, to be fair, a lot of the time when I give advice when it comes to summoning on specific banners, I, I will usually follow up whatever I say with, you know, if you're a whale and you spend a decent amount on the game, you're probably just going to summon for whatever anyway. So, yep. That, that being is, said, uh, I have 3,000 stones saved up so far. Yeah, so I mean, Yo, I mean that's the wrong. thing. The, the, oh the anniversary is going to drop, and I'm going to buy, like, everything. All the sales, all the PF <laughs> yeah. trophy. packs. I mean, all so, the sales? Know, I'll be doing okay. <laughs> when I got all the sales in JP, it was, like, around 1,000 stones. So, I mean, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's usually around about 1,000, if not slightly over, if I remember rightly, from last year. And then there's the, like, PLAF ticket packs as well for Global, so... There's going to be uh, plenty of stuff for me to waste my money on. <laughs> yeah, ma massive nice. hype coming up. So, all right, with that out of the way, let's move over to JP. We got some stuff to talk about in JP. So we'll quickly go over Super Saiyan 2 Gohan's EZA once again real quick, and then we'll move on to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Uh, thoughts on the EZA, best of all time, obviously, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. He's easily number one. Whatever you say. <laughs> for other, he's, uh, I do have fun using him. He's a very nice, consistent unit. He's on a lot of teams. Overall, though, he may not be like the best ever, you know, LR Brozy, Broly level high or higher type of LR. He's still fun to use. And, you know, especially since he's on the hybrid Saiyans team at the very least. So you can make him look really good there. 
Like, there I got a turn three, nine million attack stat with him with B Pen. So, I mean, you could make him look really good and he could be really, really good in certain situations. So, I feel like people may be at this point even underrating him just a little bit, but he's not really like busted, busted amazing, you know? Mm. Yeah, his biggest problem, I made a tweet about this, which uh, I got a lot of good feedback in general for the uh, overall description of how I would rate him in the sense that he's really good as a unit that is balanced in a game that has already released multiple units that show that they could not care less about balance. So that's the biggest problem with him is he is good. And like you said, you can make him look good in the right situations. The only problem is why is he not, you know, on like LR Broly level when they've already shown that they're willing to do that with units. So it's just very weird that we're still getting like every now and then we'll get a run of units that are absolutely insane. Like if you think Saiyan Day gave us the EZA for LR Broly and then not long after that, we got the GT Super Saiyans dual Dokon Fest, which every time I use them again on the t on a team, I'm reminded of how ridiculously good they are because I only have both of them at 55% and they're putting up higher attack stats than my like 90% Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, who everyone still considers to be incredibly good. So like they've been releasing all these crazy good units and then yeah they give like the og summonable lr an easy a and for some reason that's the unit that they decide they're going to make balanced for some reason so you could definitely tell it's just the units that when they came out they were absurdly broken and then they're like oh we can't do that again we got to really be careful which is clearly what they did with this gohan compared to someone like broly who was really he was good really good when he came out but he aged pretty quickly because of his flat numbers mm. and loss of defense where he needed a whole entire overhaul, uh, you could tell they were more scared with making this go on actually like really, really, really good, if that makes sense. Which, again, I don't know why. Uh, it's a PvE game. Yeah, <laughs> you should exactly. just make all the units like really like busted. But I mean, that's probably what the thought process was for some reason. But mm, it is what it is at this point. At least he's still very good in runner. By the way, before I forget, make sure to follow us on Twitch, Twitter, Subscribe to our YouTube. Check out all of our social media platforms everywhere. Links are all over the place. Make sure you guys lock into the 5.9G network today. Also, don't forget TikTok. We're on TikTok. Pretty cool. Anyway, uh, let's continue to some more juicy news over on JP. The Tanabata celebration. We are getting closer and closer to finding out what's going to be going on with that. I think we're, what is it, Ningen? Like, a, what, two days away? One day away from, like, maybe getting some news on it? Yeah, so, hey. yeah, go on, man. Sorry. I know you tweeted about I it. I think so. it. Yeah, so I did make a tweet about it, but last year they showed the info for the Gogeta on the 28th, um, you know, like midnight before I am, depending where you are in the United States, uh, which is a Sunday. And this year, obviously, tonight is going to be a Sunday, the 27th. So I think the info could potentially drop tonight, but it's either from tonight to the 29th. Um, so we should definitely see news between there on what it actually is going to be. Right. So in any case, Tanabata is on the way, and the rumblings have been building. We kind of already have an idea what to expect. Is it all but certain at this point that it's going to be Gogeta? I mean, I, I mean, it seems very likely. Like every the the thing is, we always get these hints and stuff from the data miners, and usually when they very i say very strongly hint at a specific character it usually turns out to be correct so you know it's all the things with like um 
I think it was I seriously posted that Beerus gif with the like he's coming thing and then obviously the LRUI Goku came out so normally when they post like a specific like actual character specific like kind of spoiler it usually comes to pass so I mean the thing is with Dokon we can never really say a hundred percent until it's in the files but I would say it's probably 99% likely that it is Gogeta. So, um. I do agree uh, with what you're saying, Ningen, that it's 99% likely, you know, it's something like Gogeta, Fusion Reborn, because the Frieza is from uh, the, the Frieza is from the free to play. Uh, he's free to play, actually, from the yep. actual story events. Uh-huh. So, they're obviously going to bring that back, and it could lead to more so of a movie's Fusion Reborn theme. But, you know, sometimes they're kind of weird. Like, I know this was a long time ago, but remember how the third anniversary, they were doing all kinds of Namek Saga stuff, and then they're like, oh, bam, LR Fusions. You never know what kind of curveball they may throw at us, but, I mean, I think that's more unlikely than it just being a Gogeta that we've been all been waiting for since the Vegeta last year. Yeah, exactly. I think ever since that, he came out, uh, we've been patiently waiting for, like, the Gogeta variant, so this definitely seems like the... Uh good opportunity to release him so on that note some of you might have noticed i did see someone mention it in the chat but if you go over to our twitter account uh, as the podcast went up we have tweeted out the link to the form we are doing another fan-made cards video for the tanabara lr gogia so make sure you go over there check out that link design your own version of what you think the lr gogia would look like and uh, obviously we don't know when the information is going to drop that video will probably come out fairly quickly so if you want to be included make sure you go over there as quickly as possible and uh, give us your submission because ideally we'd like to get it out before they officially reveal it so if you want to be a part of that go check it out it was tweeted out about five minutes ago so uh, make sure you take part if you want to be featured in that video any final thoughts on the Tanabata situation? Part two, Janemba LR, maybe? Gotenks wingman unit? I think, um, obviously, the new banner is going to come with the new side units. Uh, I would be shocked if there wasn't one. I think it's more, most likely, the most likely option, again, is to be a Gotenks, uh, because we haven't gotten, like, a movie heroes type of Gotenks car just yet. And really, they already gave us every other car that we could use as a side banner unit from Fusion Reborn already the past year mm. i think a part two lr super g number would make the most sense and you know seeing with the new categorization with you know the different type of super attacks we could potentially see something with that maybe even a new category um would be pretty cool but other than that it's just really speculation yeah so you see the agl janemba awaken that sr one oh the sr one the oh, you could do that yeah. When was the That'd last really time cool. an SR unit awakened? Somebody actually was tweeted. Actually, yeah. Luca made ago, a tweet right? about that. It was the, uh, if I recall correctly, it was the physical Evo Boo. Yep. Uh, the, the SR one. That was the last time one. Uh, yeah, SR awakened, I saw I that. Exa- I saw that tweet as well. I think, he, I think he said it was like two years ago or something. It was, it was yes. ages Jeez. ago, yeah. So. It was in 2019, yes. Yeah, so they, uh, they definitely should do that again soon. Uh, make some of those units a little bit more i remember was it the four-year anniversary they released that physical sr trunks and i remember back then everybody was like oh yeah save four copies because they'll probably awaken him soon and i still have those extra four copies just sat in my box (laughs) (laughs) you just 
there forever. I mean, it's really dumb they didn't awaken him. Yeah. I mean, for a sideband unit, I think a Go Tanks would be pretty cool. I feel like they're probably going to save that for a Dokon Fest uh, or an LR, but we still don't have a Goten and Trunks that fuse into Go Tanks. And having it based around Fusion Reborn would be pretty cool because obviously, like in the movie, they could have the animation for their transformation. There's the whole thing where I don't know how the hell they're able to tell considering they're technically in another dimension. But there's the bit where they're like, hey, our dad's fused. We should fuse too. So like that would be the animation for their transformation. Mm. That'd be pretty cool. Isn't it because what like, it like a... the, the portal between the two worlds was like open? Oh yeah, them? I guess that makes sense. They probably yeah. could sense them, yeah. yeah. It would be cool if that's like another turn one transformation. Mm. So that like... Um, we could, and with the same name update, you could still run them on the same team as the Dokkan Fest Goten and Trunks. But then they turn one transform into Go Tanks and can link with like the other Go Tankses. Mm. That would be cool. Yeah, that would actually be very cool. All right, let's let's move on. Saito, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. How are you liking Peton Battle? I like it. I'm 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 one of those people who are desperate for Gregory's. <laughs> so uh, wait, what? But the man, wait. look, don't 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 worry don't about that. Don't even ask. Saito. <laughs> Saito. But wait, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. I go I go into the Baba shop. Every, I'm always collecting, but hold on, give me a the collection system though. I need more cards to collect so I can freaking keep getting new things for the game instead of you know. Oh, and I feel like the drop rates be need to be changed a little bit because I don't have enough cards to do the super tights to get more stuff. It's kind of annoying because I'd be losing. But I'm enjoying that time battle. Wouldn't you agree that it's kind of annoying where, like, after you defeat a, an opponent, you have to wait for, like, an hour for a cooldown? Hour? Yeah. It's pretty annoying, right? Yeah, that's yeah. super annoying. <laughs> this well, guess what? Quite you don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> Segway C, <laughs> baby. Not if you're on uh, JP. I'm glad you mentioned that, Saito. Thank you. Uh, it looks like JP's <laughs> getting an update where there is no cooldown. So, Peton Battle top tier? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm. so basically... Hey, man. Where's <laughs> it coming to global? So, basically, on this JP Paton battle, essentially what they did is they removed the Season 1 characters, so now you can, you can only get the Season 2 ones, which is good because they're, the, the last one before this was Season 1 and Season 2, so if you're missing out on some Season 2 characters, you can get that. And they removed the cooldown for, again, the after you fight. So, essentially, after you complete a fight, instead of having to wait an hour before hopping in again, you can just instantly go on, even with the cards you just got, which... Well, you know, over time, of course, it could add up to a lot more orbs because you don't have to wait anymore. Mm. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, that's super useful. I know uh, the one thing I thought it was really weird. I know, I guess it's a chance for people who didn't finish the collection. And I suppose the real reward is the orbs and stuff that you're getting. But I'd completely forgotten about the fact that it came back on global. I think it's only back for like a week or so, but it's still just the season one again. So... I was. I mean, lucky. I think it's good because it allows people to kind of catch yeah, up. Yeah, I guess right? that is not... the main reason. Yeah, because I was lucky enough yeah. the first time around that I did actually finish off the whole thing. So, yeah. I guess now it's just. I mean, in a way, it's good because now I don't have to get stressed every time I uh, beat a fight and just get all the same really rubbish cards again. But yeah, now it's all about just getting some extra orbs but yeah that definitely that update I didn't even know about that until we were setting up for tonight. So that's definitely something that would be. Much appreciated once it comes to uh, the global version as well. I have a question. Actually, no. You guys have the question. Oh, perfect segue! <laughs> We're moving on to the oh, question he's a, segment. He's on fire tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Of the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, Troco, do we have those questions lined up? Are you good? Hopefully you are. 
We are going to jump in to our questions right away. No break today, folks. This is a lighter, more abridged episode. <laughs> abridged. We're going to start with our first question coming from Mitch Hennessy, who asks, are these out of thin air categories inherently bad? Would we be better off without the connected hopes and storied figures type of categories? Yes, <laughs> yes we would. A hundred percent. But they want money. They they just feel like introducing and they probably feel like introducing a new character a category gives people somehow hype or something like that. Like, oh, it's a brand new team you could run. And then they bring out these actual garbage teams and people are like, well, <laughs> no. Like I remember what was the what was the recent category that even the GB players were just really confused on like, you know, what is this basically? Well, uh, I heavenly know Hopes. figures is one. Heavenly events, heavenly sorry. Events. Yeah, yes. heavenly events, the most recent one, like, isn't it? Yeah. At at this point, like even if like even the J- the JP player base are confused and like you know what is this category supposed to be you know it's yeah you can but tell. see the just, the problem yeah. is it's all about money and that's why they give a new category to like each new character because otherwise you could the the frugal Dokoner could just say I don't need this unit I already have a leader for that category yeah that's that's why they introduce these new categories because it adds more yep. intrinsic value to the unit. Even if you don't like the unit, it still leads a new category, which means whenever that super battle road comes out or whatever, you're going to need that unit. That's why they do that. Or like those money. infinite Dragon Ball history slash yeah. GLG missions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They just want money. They don't care about uh, they don't care about the innovation behind the category name or whatever. It's just money. Yeah. I mean, the thing for me, so to play devil's advocate a little bit, because everybody jumped in and said yes straight away. I don't think they're necessarily inherently bad as long as they're implemented in a more interesting way. So one of the examples that I always give when it comes to like category leaders is uh, Tech Vegeta obviously leads the Super Saiyan 2 category. Now, that's not one that we would consider to be a weird category. But one of the reasons why I really like him is because Super Saiyan 2 is quite a small category in Dokkan. But his other leader skill is Resurrected Warriors. And so that combo together, you can make some really interesting combinations of teams. So I think the Goten and Trunks are kind of like an interesting example of a recent card. I don't mind so much if they introduce a new category and it's a little bit weird. As long as it's paired with a category that then complements it when it comes to team building. So like if they brought out a category that was just some really weird, obscure thing, but it had a load of like Patara units on it, and then the unit's other leader skill was fusion, then you could make a team where you're running a bunch of fusion and Patara units. I know Final Trump Card is kind of that, but that was obviously people's big complaint when they split those categories originally, that they were on separate categories. So for me, it just comes down to how they implement it in the game. Like if they give a nice mix of the leader skills, the whole point of the categories is supposed to be for your team building. So if they bring out a category and it complements really, really well with an existing one and allows you to use a bunch of units that go really well with the big hitters on that other category that, you know, you couldn't run on teams together before, then that would be really good. So I don't necessarily think they're inherently bad. The biggest problem is that they just keep releasing these really random ones that only have like a handful of characters on and then they don't pair them up with anything to actually like make use of the actual good units on those categories. I think another issue uh, with them releasing all these categories is that they don't really give you like incentives to really run the team, if that makes sense, especially with how bad the friend system is, you know, we're trying to actually find these brand new category leads. Like they bring out this category and then you just don't use it for months until like a LG mission or um, 
like a super battle royale stance comes out and you're like, oh, I can actually use this category now because people are actually running them or something like that. Um, I feel like if they more consistently gave incentive to run those categories, it could also, you know, maybe make things a little better because otherwise it just kind of feels like, oh boy, another category I'm just never going to use basically, you know, outside of the first week. All right, let's move on to the next question brought to us by Vince Overheaven, who asks, do you think it's possible for absorption or shield super attacks to appear as active skills or supers in the near future? Something similar, if not straight up exactly like the Super 17 and Android 17 Dokkan events. I can see Some, that. Yeah, I, I would like that. It'd be mm, interesting that would be, to that see. That would be really nice. Yeah, so that would definitely add another layer, uh, I feel like, to the gameplay, which definitely could be nice for a game like Dokkan. Um, you know, type of like absorption. Because I know, like, we have some bosses, like, in the game that absorb key blast specific super attacks. So, like, what if we get, like, um, a friend point LR 17, no, 17, 19, and 20, where they absorb key blast super attacks and they heal, like, you know, 15, 20% HP, you know, stuff like that could be really cool. Yeah, so, uh, J-Fan, you guys are trying to say something? Oh, no, nope. I, would, I would just point out the fact that I think something like that would be really nice for things, like, because, you know, most of you, y'all love to do y'all no-item runs for SBR. And them supers, they just hurt. Mm -hmm. And having units like that to be, to apply with that would just be, just, what's, there's a word for it. For the game. I can't think of the word, but I feel like y'all know what the word I'm looking for is, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I went, it's not game-breaking, but it'll make the game more interesting. But there's a word for that, but I can't like, think of the word. Just to say, I don't innovative. know, innovative? I'm not sure. I mean, it would say yeah, be more that's not the word. That is, that is for sure. <laughs> yeah. It would just be fun. Just bring a, a nice Android 19 and take that super. Just give me all that health back. Yeah. It'd be interesting as well if they introduce something like that to combine it. Because we have a couple of units that do it, but not many. Um, obviously, having more units that give you the ability to foresee super attacks. Because obviously, even mm -hmm. in some of the harder events, like if you think about like the legendary Goku event, it doesn't always necessarily super attack even every turn. So if you have a unit on your team who absorbs key-based super attacks, it's kind of like the same problem you have with... Um, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta or the Super Saiyan 4s in general with their super counters is you can go through whole runs of events where they are never actually the one that is the target of a super attack. So something like that, like combined, would be quite interesting. And obviously if they brought out a unit that had some sort of... I guess in a way it's just the same as being a tank in general with damage reduction, but something to do with um, the different types of new attacks that they're bringing out as well, like the physical... Um, I can't remember what they're all called because what's the other one? It's physical. It's like physical it melee? melee. Yeah, melee. That's yeah, it, yeah, physical melee, other than key blast. So yeah, that would be kind of cool if they actually differentiated between them, especially with like the androids are a good example, like Android 19. If they brought out a unit like that that could uh, either absorb super based attacks and then maybe he takes more damage from like physical, but then has damage reduction against melee. Like yeah. there's a whole mix of like things that they could do now that they're differentiating like, between them super attack types. Or like, you know, like a super Gogeta where he counters all physical attacks. Like when Janemba punched him in the head and he's mm -hmm. just kind of like, oh, you're dead. Oh, that'll be a lot of work for them to implement because, you know, they'll try to do that uh, 
do that art style where, oh, here's a giant fist. They got a lot of coloring to do. <laughs> you imagine all the giant, like, 120p, like, fist sprites hitting Gogeta. <laughs> <laughs> How would it look with like on. Invisible Man? <laughs> no, the best, hey, it's going to be invisible. The best one would be like <laughs> the great ape. The it's like a giant fist on the entire screen. <laughs> Let's head over to the next question right. brought to us by JC Gamer 18 k who asks, do you think it's time to take older Dokkan Fest and banner units and put them on a permanent discount banner, 25 stone multi-banner, like units pre-120% meta to thin out the SSR pool? Basically saying these units will never be on new Dokkan Fest banners again. Hmm. For older Dokkan that's a, Fest, that's a, like a yes yeah. no. Yeah, I'll say I'm a yes no. Not too sure. It's like it would be cool to put those units on a banner because I'm more so thinking of like if they would put like some way to get more access to those older Dokkan Fest because they're like mm. never featured on banners ever again. Yeah. So like you know if there's like uh you know like a beginners you know starting banner or maybe the first time you get like a discount or something mm-hmm. um and even have those units available for like red coins all time or something because those units are never there and i'm sure there's a lot of people who don't even have the unit much less have maxed out like you know someone like super saiyan 3 vegeta or uh <laughs> str broly or something like that i don't think that they'll take out those older banner units and thin out the ssr pool if they're gonna do something like that they probably would have done it some time ago Mm-hmm. so i'm not sure and then you know especially if some of those units don't have easy a's at this point it'll kind of be like you know why someone on that banner if that makes sense mm. i think that's what honestly would probably break that break the banner if that makes sense because you know we still we're getting those easy a's just they're just flying they're flying through and having just summoning for those on a lesser banner but they kind of losing out i'm just saying I have a I have a weird proposal, Jay Fanta. Let me know if you agree. What if we move some of those older units into the friend summon? Yeah, <laughs> my life would be so much easier. <laughs> I mean, at this point, they're so undervalued anyway. You might as well put them in the free to play bracket, right? I mean, like, yeah, at this point, like again, so many people have those unfeatured, some of those older unfeatured units rainbowed. Uh, you know, so if they put like, like <laughs> I don't know, uh, AGL Super Saiyan Goku or something like that into the friend point summon. Give the free play scene more value. Or free Baba points, I guess, you know. Like you said before, they're all about the money, so they'll never do that. Yeah. Never. Because yeah, it is right, a shame some on. of those older units oh, ahead, are like ahead. super hard to get, like the old 70% leaders and stuff. And obviously they we get that we get a red stone every now and then that lets you get some of those units, but that's the that's the problem with the super old Dokon Fest, is they're only ever gonna be on banners when they're one of the featured units and a lot of them just don't ever get featured anymore. So it could be a good idea at some point, I guess. Like if it was one of those banners, like the, you get three multis for 30 stones, but it's all like the 70% leaders or something. Cause I think that's, I feel like that's better than nothing. There's probably some people out there that would actually summon on that banner. So maybe they could make something from it. But Also off topic, but please bring back the tight banners. Thank you. Yes. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next question brought to us by Bishan5D, who asks, do you think they would release a combined EZA for transforming Goku and Vegeta and label it Destined Rivals Saga 5? What? Similar uh, to the last... Oh, right. Yeah. Similar to the last four Goku-Vegeta dual EZAs. What is a brief idea of what you... what? Wait, hang on. Retake. What is a brief <laughs> idea of what you would like to see from them post-EZA? There you go. I think instead of it being Goku and Vegeta, it would probably be Goku and Frieza. 
um, since they released together. I feel like that would make a little more sense to me. But that's definitely not out of, you know, that possibility. I personally would like them to, like, you know how when they get blue, they stop stacking? Mm. If they kept stacking from there, I think that would be good. Because I always found it kind of weird that they just stopped stacking. Other than that, you know, for Goku, please let him not lose his damage reduction. <laughs> yeah. uh, that'd be cool. Or his, like, defense or something, you know? I yeah, think they should bump it up to greatly raising stats when you get to blue. Mm. Yes. Because uh, Goku already, I think he greatly raises attack at blue. So they move yeah. up to greatly. That'd be pretty That cool. way, it incentivizes you using the unit. And then when you do, it actually justifies reaching that form because they're only meant for long-form events. Yeah. Because, so, yeah, yeah they came out at a weird time because, obviously, they were almost like... You could almost argue that they were, like, the blueprint for transformation units and then all the other transformation and, like, active skill mechanics came afterwards and, obviously, were done so much better than them. Um, I think the biggest problem with when it comes to EZAing them is, obviously, the main focus will probably be on what they do in their final form because, like you said, they definitely need to be much more worth actually using and getting to that final form. But the problem is, like, it's almost a shame they designed... I, I don't know how much work exactly goes into all of that stuff, but, like, they designed each of those transformations and you only get them for one turn. And most of them are just kind of... They're just very bland. Like, And if they EZA them, obviously they need to do something for each of those forms. And chances are they would probably just give them, like, a smaller boost to what they already do. But it'd be kind of interesting if they mix it up a little bit and make each of the forms like very specific to do something. So like Super Saiyan 3 Goku could lower his own defense, but do like a ridiculous amount of attack for that one turn. And then like God Goku could be ridiculously good defensively or something like that, just to make it a little bit more interesting. Because like they fit on all of those category teams because they have all of those forms. But I mean, you never really use them on those teams because... They're not in that. They're only in that form for one turn, and then when they get to blue, they're just not as impressive as some of the other top tier units. Plus, it's a shame that they, especially those original ones, Vegeta's were a little bit better. But for like Goku and Frieza, all their super attacks, like leading up to their final form, were all just really basic and not impressive. And obviously, with EZAs, they don't update those at all. So yeah, even even Vegeta's before he goes into blue, they're kind of. Meh. I really like, like his. Is it the, the Super, Super Vegeta one? one, where it's like the way like jumps up and like slam dunks the energy? Yeah, ball I really his, like that one. That's a Super Saiyan two one. I think that looks pretty good. But it's basically you know like the beta version of the Angel Super Saiyan two Vegeta, where he actually does it. But yeah, like an LR fashion. I think it would be cool if somehow they just like I wish they would give those older units like some newer animations or something, but it's not really gonna happen often. Yeah, something and that, for the. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's something that I always think is a little bit of a shame when they um, when they EZA some of these really old units and they become like the replacement on your current team for some of the newer units. But like their, their super attack animations look so outdated compared to uh, the other units that you could be running. So it is a little bit of a shame that they don't update those as well. Even if they just copy pasted them from newer versions of the units, because they used to do that with the old super basic ones all the time. So... I don't think many mm -hmm. people would complain if they did that. Agreed. All right, and let's move on to the last question brought to us by Creative Name, who asks, am I too late to ask a question? Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and that will wrap up this week's show. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Huge thank you to Troco for manning the boards and keeping the stream afloat. 
Don't forget to follow us over on Twitch, Twitter, the Discord, the Reddit, the website, the TikTok, everywhere. All the links are everywhere. So make sure you guys fully lock in to the 5.9G network today. And if you miss any part of the show, fear not. All of your favorite podcasting platforms have you covered. Google, Apple, Spotify, many more. Subscribe and do not skip a beat. Join us right here tomorrow for the next episode of the Dragon Ball Legends podcast for the Mass Ningen, J Phantom, and Auto Flash, and Saito Raijin. I am Toonrami. Thank you once again for watching. Stay tuned and always remember to Dokkan responsibly. Bye bye.